0: Welcome to the home of the blessed people. And here is our host pastor, Pastor Dio Adeamo. Today we are continuing our series in Walking in the Dominion Destiny. Walking in Dominion Destiny Part 2. In Genesis 1:26 and 28, where we receive the mandate from God, dominion is not just an opinion. Dominion had been in the core center of God's heart for humanity. In fact, most of the times we say the reasons why God has called us or God created us. But you will know that you will know today that what is paramount in the heart of God in creating us is to have dominion. A lot of reasons why God created us we will learn today. But one thing that is so paramount in the heart of of god for the human race is for you and i to have dominion genesis 126 the bible says god said let us make man in our image and after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth on the earth whether it's in the land whether it's in the sea whether it's in the air god wants man to be in charge to be in control, to have dominion. He said, this I mean, over the earth. He said, let us make man in our own image after our own likeness. We said this last week. To make man in the image of God and in the likeness of God simply means. Simply means. uh Praise God. God bless Technica once again. All right. Simply means, (laughs) amen, creating man in his image and likeness simply means creating man to look like him and to function like him, to do things the way he does things. In verse 28, we see God reemphasizing the purpose of creation for man. He says, and God blessed them, and God said unto them, be fruitful multiply, replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and every creeping thing that moved on the earth. God here gave man authorization to have dominion. We are authorized. We are permitted by God. We are backed up by the powers of the heaven to have dominion. This is the original mind of God concerning us. And he explained how we are to have dominion. He said, we should be fruitful. Everybody say, be fruitful. Multiply. Be fruitful. Multiply. Be fruitful. Multiply. Replenish the earth. And number four, subdue it. So that is how we are going to have dominion. That's how we are going to measure the dominion we have. Whether we are fruitful, we are multiplying, we are replenishing the earth, and we are subduing it. Praise God. God established these intentions at creation. Number one, He created a set of people called humans. Number two, He caused man to have godlike qualities, His image and His likeness. Number three, He commits His creation. To man, everything God created, he committed. He said, man, you be in charge. You be in control. How is he going me- gonna- to, in what areas are we to be in charge and in control? How is he going to measure it? In fruitfulness, be fruitful. In what? Multiplying, multiply, replenish the earth, and do what? Subdue it. So in those four areas are the areas we are going to measure our dominion. hallelujah reason why God created man several reasons why God created man is all over the Bible we are created to worship we are created for fellowship we are created to serve we are created to obey we are created to do his will we can find this all over the scriptures but the first declared purpose Was not for man to even worship him. As important as worship is, that wasn't the first declared purpose. The first declared purpose, the original declared intention, was for man to have dominion. God is very vehement about us having dominion. And what does it mean to have dominion? We are going to go over it again to be fruitful multiply replenish the earth and subdue it those are that's how we know we have dominion if you are not fruitful you are not having dominion if you are not multiplying you are not having dominion if you are not replenishing the earth you are not having dominion if you are not subduing the earth you are not having dominion. and dominion remember is what is paramount in the heart of God that's the first declared purpose i know you want to talk about worship and all those things are important but the very first the principle of humanetics. Humanan- don't mind me don't cram that uh what that is is there is is it is called the law of interpretation of bible it's called the principle one of the laws in interpreting bible you just don't take bible and read it and just give it your own interpretation there are laws guiding interpretation of bible one of it is called The law of first mention. When you want to know the original, you go to the first time it was mentioned in the Bible. Then you will see the declared purpose and counsel of God in it. Praise God. This is the first declared purpose and counsel of God for man to have what? Dominion. Come on, say it loud. To have dominion. If God wanted something else to be first, he would have declared it. But this is the first declared purpose that we must have dominion if you fail to have dominion you are failing in the purpose of creation we are born and created with the purpose of creation in mind it's good to come to church it's good to come to pray it's good to to come love your neighbor it's good also to love your neighbor as yourself. But it does, if everything we do as Christians does not lead to us to have dominion, then we are practicing activities outside the original intention of God. We are always to have dominion. That's the mind of God for you. To have dominion. To have dominion. Say to yourself loud, I am created for the purpose to have dominion, I'm to be fruitful. I'm to multiply. I'm to replenish the earth. I'm to subdue the earth. So he said, He said, "Let them have dominion. Male, female. Doesn't matter the pigmentation of your skin—black, white, short, big, tall, handsome." beautiful. It doesn't matter. Whatever category, it's a human right to have dominion over the earth and all things that God created. Praise God. Praise God. He gave man four imperatives. He said, Be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth, and subdue it. Let's go over it again. Be fruitful, that's the imperative for dominion. Multiply, replenish the earth, and what? Subdue it. Today we'll be dealing with just one strand of it, and that is to be fruitful. Be fruitful. That's what the word of God says. Be fruitful. What does it mean to be fruitful? What does it mean to be fruitful? Number one, to grow. Number two, to blossom. Number three, to flourish. Number four, to be productive. Let me add number five, to glow. To glow. That is the brightness of his image coming out of you. That's what it means to be fruitful. Praise God. To grow, to blossom, to flourish, to be productive. Hallelujah. To be fruitful, it's a command. It's not an option. It's a command. When God says be, it means There's no negotiation, just be what he says you should be. This means three major things. It's a demand on our potentials. It's a demand, man has potential to be fruitful. It's a demand on it. Number two, it's a call into existence. What is not comes into existence. Number three, it's a command to obey it's not a suggestion it's not what you pray about when he says be you must be praise god so he's telling you and i to be fruitful what is our response to that we are fruitful Jesus' attitude towards being fruitful listen to me ladies and gentlemen the lord jesus himself does not take this lightly his passion about having dominion and being fruitful, for example, is, is, is impeccable. He doesn't joke with it. Most of the time, if you scan through the scriptures, his attitude towards being fruitful or fruitfulness is always a result of a curse. Jesus Christ, as goodly, as nice, as every, every thing in the universe reckons him with, when it comes to being fruitful, and you refuse to be fruitful, it ends up in a curse. You know the parable of the fig tree. There was a time he was going, the fig tree didn't have any fruit. What did Jesus do? He cursed it. They're not fulfilling the purpose of creation. You should be fruitful. There was a time also, he gave a parable of planting a vineyard. He went there, the vine wasn't there, it wasn't fruitful. What did Jesus say? He said, remove it. Remove it and throw it to outer darkness. He is so passionate about fruitfulness. And the same Jesus lives on the inside of you. I see no reason why you won't be passionate about being fruitful. I want you to begin to be dissatisfied with anything not producing well, as it ought to in your life, in the name of Jesus Christ. Give zero tolerance to unfruitfulness in your life. You must be fruitful. It's a command of God. No demon in the pit of hell is permitted to disobey God's word. He said, be fruitful. It's not a suggestion. It's not an advice. It's a command by the Lord himself. I see you being fruitful in the name of Jesus Christ. When he says be fruitful, what kind of fruit is he talking about? Very good. We want to see areas we should be fruitful. Number one, the first kind of fruit we see in the scriptures, the fruit of the womb. The Bible says in Psalm 127 verse 3, in the King James Version, Lord, children are the heritage of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is his reward. So the first kind of fruit we see here is the fruit of the womb. Everybody say fruit of the womb. The fruit of the womb is referring to being reproductive, that's your children, the next generation. But mind you here, let me quickly warn. Having children is not the only way to be fruitful. Praise God. Because I know a country here very well. They just like being fruitful in that country. They just say, I'm fruitful, I'm fruitful. And they'll just have a whole football team as the number of kids they have. Praise God. And they are praying in division three. Praise God. That's not the only way to be fruitful. Am I clear? But it's nice to be fruitful. Amen. Uncle, do you know the country I'm talking about? You laughed a little bit. Praise God. (laughs) Amen. Hallelujah. The next set of, I mean, the next kind of fruit is the fruit of thoughts. The fruit of thoughts. In your thinking, you should be fruitful. Fruit of thoughts. Some people are not fruitful in thinking. Jeremiah 6, 19 says, Hear ye, O earth, behold, I will bring evil upon these people, even the fruit of their thoughts. Underline that word. The fruit of their thoughts. Because they have not hearkened unto my words, nor my law, but rejected it. This refers to ideas. Your idea realm should be fruitful. You should be fruitful in ideas. You should be productive in ideas. Amen. Tell your neighbor, I have an idea. You should always have ideas. And those ideas should be fruitful ones. Amen? (laughs) Praise God. Not when a young man is telling a, a young lady after service, I have an idea. Put on your guard. Hallelujah. You can be fruitful in producing humans. Amen? You can also be fruitful in producing ideas. Praise God. Okay, one, be fruitful in human beings, producing human beings. Two, be fruitful in ideas. What's the third kind? Fruit of thoughts. Praise God. Okay, guys, I think you have to take over here. I think this thing is giving up on me. Who is there? Isaac, quickly. Don't catwalk me. Fruit of, no, we haven't done C. Can you go back one step? Okay. The fruit of the mouth. The fruit of the mouth is another one. Proverbs 18:20. Proverbs 18, 20. A man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth, and with increase of his leaves he shall be filled. So this is another category of fruitfulness. In another area, God wants us to be fruitful. Fruit of the mouth. This is referring towards fruitfulness. Has to do with words from our mouth. How are the words from our mouth? Is it edifying? Does it build other people up? Or our words just tear down people? Everybody prays when they're around you. Please don't let him or her open our mouth. Because what's going to come out is not good. Is that the kind of person you are? Are you fruitful, Or people just want to hear words from you? You know there are some people, they are so sweet to hang around. When you are down, they lift you up. When you are going through something, they just have it's like what the Bible says: right words, rightly spoken, are like apple of gold in the picture of silver. Some people just have the words to speak. Are you shaping yourself to that kind of person? Is your mouth fruitful? Praise God. Or it's a cursing mouth you have. Or it's a mouth that doesn't speak good at any instance. Fruit of the mouth. Proverbs 18, 20 says, A man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth, and with the increase of his lips shall be filled. This is referring to words like I said. For example, as I'm preaching to you, I'm being fruitful now. I'm giving you the word of life. I'm preaching to you. I'm preaching words that will help you shape your life, shape your destiny. That's being fruitful. Are your words being fruitful? Are you speaking words that will help others become what God? has called them to be. Even your own life, are you speaking the right words to your spouse? Are you speaking the right words? Some people, they they don't say nice things to their wives. And at the end of the day, you see their wives are not looking too good. Why? Because nobody's lightening up their day. Praise God. The same thing, vice versa. Some people beat their husband down. Praise God. They don't say nice things to their husband. And he should be chest up every time, shoulders square. Praise God with a little swag here and there, but nothing like that. He just walks like somebody with no hope. Why? Because right words are not there. Praise God. You must learn how to speak right words. Praise God. Amen. You see a young lady going by, I mean a young lady of 75, let her know she's looking beautiful. Have you seen those ladies, man? God help you. Praise God. At 75, and you tell her she's looking cute. Praise God. Learn to lighten people's days up. Amen? Do that as an exercise this week. You are being fruitful. You are being productive in the words of your mouth. Look for people who are not smiling too well. Don't ask them what is wrong. They are already looking wrong, that's why. Something is wrong. Don't ask them that. Just tell them what they could be. Amen? Tell them what they could be, and you would just see the smile go on. That's one, of my, that's one of the things I love doing in life, just putting smiles on people's face. I enjoy it. I love it. It's priceless for me. I'm not saying go out there and start deceiving people all over the place. That's not what I'm saying. You already know they're going through something. Amen? Why don't you make them feel better to overcome what they're going through? Amen? Praise God. Fruit of the mouth. Everybody say fruit of the mouth. Come on, tell somebody by yourself, I'll give that a try this week. Okay, the next one. I know you are tempting me. I will not say anything wrong with my mouth. <laughs> Praise God. Fruit of the hand, fruit of the hand, fruit of the hand. That's another area. Number four, fruit of the hand. Praise God. Proverbs 31, 30 to 31. He says, favor is deceitful and beauty is vain but a woman that feareth the lord she shall be praised give her give her of the fruit of her hands and let her own works praise her in the gates this means your works fruit of the hand is talking about what you work with your hands what you work with your hands your works Praise God. You need to be fruitful in your works. You need to, whether, whether you're a banker, be the best banker. You're an architect, be the best. You're an engineer, be the, you're a teacher, be the best teacher. You're a professor, be the best. You're a nurse, be the best. You're a project manager, be the best. Amen? The works of your hand, you should be fruitful in it. Amen? Lift up your hands and say, I command these hands to be fruitful. You have no choice but to be fruitful in the name of Jesus. Students, hear, my, hear the sound of my voice. You're writing exams. Your exams must be fruitful. Praise God. I know in times past they did not set the right questions, so you didn't give them the right answer. But as from today, as from today. your results must be fruitful. Because that is your destiny. Amen to Jesus. Praise God. Fruit of the Spirit, fruit of the Spirit is the fifth one, which is Galatians 5, to 23. The fruit of the Spirit is love, is joy, is peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. We have nine of them. This refers to your character. Be fruitful. This is where, hmm, this is what separates the boys from the men. Character. Our character, our behavioral pattern. Do we look like Christ or we look like somebody else? The Bible says in Galatians 2.20, For me to live is Christ and to die is gain. The life that I now live, by faith, is the life of the Son of God who died for me. Beloved, this is our call. Our character must be impeccable. We are not talking of us that we are perfect people, but everybody can testify that we are growing unto perfection. There's a big and huge difference in that. I'm not claiming to be perfect, neither can you claim to be perfect. But the Bible says, be therefore perfect. As your father in heaven is what? Is perfect. The perfection is talking about is you walking towards it. Everybody knows. If you're traveling somewhere after service, will people know you're traveling? Yeah, there will be signs. People will know. Your bag will not be the normal bag because you're heading to the airport. If you don't carry it on you, it must be in your car. It must be somewhere around you. Praise God. People will know there will be signs. The same way when we belong to Christ, there should be signs. There should be things people see in us that say, oh, I've never heard that lady, curse before. I've never heard that man curse before. Praise God. This person is always having sweet words. What's going on? There's something different about this fellow when he walks into the room. There's an aura around him or her. You understand? There is something about your kindness. There's something about your goodness. There is just something about you that is not in the ordinary And that speaks to the character of Christ. Amen. We should be fruitful in that area. What fruitfulness means. So when God says be fruitful, you can be fruitful in lots of areas apart from producing babies. Amen. Praise God. The fruitfulness we have just discussed is the kind that helps you to have dominion. God says, be fruitful in production, be fruitful in your thoughts, be fruitful in your words, be fruitful in the works of your hands, and be fruitful in your character. Those, that, that's, those are measuring points for your dominion. Praise God. So, our minds to produce, that's what it means to be fruitful. Your mind is productive your mind you have ideas your mind is not void of ideas the ideas flowing in every day for you your hands you can you can produce stuff with your hands your lips they produce good words great words words of healing words of deliverance words of progress words of advancement words of victory our character produces morale and ethical values. There are just some things they will never find with you. It's not consistent with your moral and ethical values. It's far from you. As far as the East is from the West. Why? You build character. Amen? It's just like somebody waking up one day and saying, Oh, Pastor Dio hate somebody. It's a lie from the pit of hell. I've thrown things like that away a long time ago. Hardly can anything offend me again in this life. Hardly. Praise God. Amen? That's the way we should be. That's the way we should be. I I mean, sometimes it's like a sickness on its own to think of it. That a brother A and a brother B are going at it are fighting each other. Ah, it's not, it's not our nature. Guess the only one we fight. Who? The devil. Brethren don't fight. Abraham told Lot that a long time ago, when Abraham and Lot were going to have a go at it, because they were prospering on every side. You know what Abraham told Lot? He said, we are brethren. We don't fight. It's not our nature. Praise God. In a nutshell, my fighting costume has been torn a long time ago. Amen. Praise God. Get your nature back. Get the nature of God in you. Walk on your character. I tell you, a lot of blessings we miss because we are not just walking on that good nature that is on the inside of us. Praise God. And God will bless you today in Jesus' name. How does a blessing become fruitful? How does it become fruitful? Uh, uh, and I'm going to end with this story about the parable of Jesus. In Matthew, in Matthew 25, 14 to 30, read it when you get home. All right? <coughs> Excuse me. I'm just clearing my truth in case somebody is. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. Now, you remember this parable. It's a parable of the talent. And um, how does somebody become fruitful? Jesus Christ gave, uh, well, it was a parable. He didn't refer to himself as a person, but we all know from the parable that. It was the Lord that was the master who gave different talents out. So he gave one five talents, he gave the other two talents, and he gave the last one one talent. Now, uh, that in itself, if it was today's world, that could never happen. (laughs) Praise God. I said it could never happen. Politicians can't use this speech that Jesus used. How many people agree with me? Praise God. Because that itself is not fair. There will be protest. How come he had five and I had two and he had one? It's not fair. That itself, it's a problem. Now, not to talk of what happened after. Now, the guy with the five talents, he went to walk at it. Now, from the principles I've taught you right now, you know what he went to do. He went and he started being what? Fruitful. So what is fruitful now? To be productive, okay? What's fruitful To be productive. What else? To, to, no, be, be. There were five things I shared with you. Hmm? Uh, yeah, that's productive. Boom, it's productive. Uh-huh. Huh? In your thoughts. Fruitful in your thoughts. So he was working on his thought life. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. He was being fruitful. All right? He was working on what again? What again was he working on? Come on, talk to me. He's... Hmm? words just mention the main word words he was working with his words he was working on his words he was making sure right words were coming out of his lips because out of the abundance of the heart the mouth does what the mouth speaks he was reflecting the nature on the inside of him go on what else was he good at I can't hear his hands. Praise God. His hands. He was being diligent. The Bible says, "Seest thou a man who is diligent in his ways. He will stand before what? Kings and not mere men. He wasn't just sitting down. He was working hard. He was a hard worker. Working on words. Working on thoughts. Working on his hands. He was being fruitful. Being fruitful and last but not the least he was working on his what character so he was being fruitful so this guy who was being fruitful what happened to the five talents the five talents became ten glory be to God now the other guy with two talents he was doing the same two became what Four. now the guy with the one talent glory be to God (laughs) praise God now the guy with the one talent said, well, I know you're a wicked person. I did not bother to invest. I just kept it away. And look at what the Lord said. The Lord said, really? So the first thing he did was he collected the one that he has. And he gave it to the one who did very well. He gave it to the ten guy. So the guy who had 10, plus his hard work, he had extra. What is he now? How many now? 11. Very good. I mean, this is elementary mathematics. It's not yet difficult. Praise God. He's 11. Now, the one who had one talent, what does he have now? Zero. Now, not only does he have zero, Jesus Christ said they should bundle him. Okay, let me use a more polite word. They should take him carefully and put him in outer darkness where there's grasping of teeth and called him on top. He said, he's a wicked and unprofitable servant. You see, again, vehemently, like I tell you, when you are not productive, heaven is not happy. When you are not exercising dominion, heaven is disappointed. That is why, please, this dominion series, follow it with all your heart. You must be fruitful. You must multiply. You must replenish the earth. You must subdue it. We are still talking about being fruitful now. Amen? Now, if it's you and I to judge this today, you say, no, it is, uh, this is not politically is not politically correct. Your and many people's ideas is that the person that has been excessively productive, we will take away from the one that has got 10 talents. We ask him to give us three. So that we will give the guy with the four, we give him one more, he should have five. Then the guy with the one, we give him two to make it three so that there can be even equation. Isn't it so? That's what we say. That's politically correct. Just like they said, they should punish those who are rich. They should pay higher taxes. That's what the world is saying. Isn't that what the world is saying? And everybody says, yes, yes, that's okay. There was somebody arguing that in my place one day. He said, it's okay. It's fair, pastor. It's fair. I said, okay. Put yourself in the shoe of that person. You worked very hard all your life. You made time and chance happen to you. You made maybe you are making a million dollars a year, and the government is now saying you should give seven hundred and fifty thousand back to the government. I say ah, oh, said that's not fair. I said that's what you are saying. Said that's not fair. Yeah, if it's ten percent, anyway, this is not politics. I'm talking scriptures. All right, let's stick to the Bible. Whatever the tax is, it should be even across the board. Praise God. Hallelujah. Am I communicating or you are not happy with me because I touched a nerve on you now? Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. So that's what we normally respect. But the Bible says the principles of the kingdom don't work like that. The Bible says he that does not have, even the little he does not have, when he's unproductive, will be taken and giving to the one who is productive. That's how it works in this kingdom. So you must understand, you have no choice. You should be productive. And I pray by the power of God's spirit, you will be productive all the days of your life in the name of Jesus. If you don't become fruitful with what you have, you will lose even that little that you have. One thing that is clear about this parable is that everybody has something. I don't know what yours is, but I know mine. Everybody has a talent, has a gift, has something that heaven put on the inside of them to be productive in this life. Nobody came to this world empty. They tell you that you came empty. It's not true. You came with a gift. Amen? Aha. You know, sometimes when we were just emotional, thing. we came with nothing, we are living with nothing, you know, all those emotions. And it sinks inside of you, you came with nothing. Ah, uh-uh. In this case, you came with something. You came with a gift from God. And one day, a day of accountability, a day of reckoning will come. Oh, you came with nothing. Are you i'm not just i just i just don't want to debunk some of those things that we have believed so cautiously. people say i came with nothing i can okay you came with nothing you didn't come with a voice the very first day that you were that you came to this house in one in one in one is that not what you are disturbing the whole hospital and you say you came with nothing did you come with brains when you came Come on, let's not go over the million things you came with. Don't ever say that again, I came with nothing. You came with something. You came with gifts from God. And one day you will give account of all those gifts. That gift he has given you, he said, be fruitful. He gave you everything you need to have dominion. Am I talking to somebody today? God's command to every human being, whether it's two talents you have or ten talents, Whether it's four you have or six, God's commandment to everybody is to be fruitful. You must produce with your mind. You must produce with your hands. You must produce with your character. If you don't, you will have diminishing returns. That which even has been given to you can be taken and given to somebody else. But I speak by the power of God's spirit today. Your life will be fruitful. Your destiny will be fruitful. You will move from glory to glory. You will move from grace to grace. You will move from wisdom to wisdom. You will never be found stranded in the name of Jesus. Have you been blessed this awesome afternoon? Stand on your feet like a champion. Glory be to God. Amen. Thank you for listening. We hope you have been blessed by the word today. Please join our services live every Sunday, 9am and 1045am and Bible study every Friday, 7pm at 95 Church Street, St. Catharines. We hope you have a wonderful week ahead and God bless you.